You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah Bishamish Israel, 5784-2023. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Vayera. Our Parsha has the seed of the Jewish people, the very moment of conception, when Sarah, Imenu, Avram, Avinu, Abraham, and Sarah, they find out that they are miraculously going to conceive at a very advanced aged age, Sarah was 90, Avraham was 100. And a few chapters later, the Torah tells us that Hashem remembered Sarah as He said. God kept His promise. God promised Avraham and Sarah that they would have a child. They would have this amazing, miraculous child named Yitzchak. And God kept His promise and He remembered Sarah. Now, it's very important to understand this very point, this very uh, climactic point in the story of the Jewish people. The foundational point, Avram Avinu had already been told, Lech Lecha, to go, leave, as we spoke about. Hashem wanted him to do his outreach in Israel. Hashem had already instructed him to, to do the Brisbane of Besarim, to make this covenant. He had already had a child with Hagar. His name was Yishmael. But that still didn't guarantee the the eternality, if there's such a word, the eternal, uh, the eternal state of being, the eternal promise of the Jewish people. The fact that we would live and be speaking about Avraham three thousand seven hundred years later. This is only possible because Hashem remembered Sarah, and Sarah had a child, Yitzchak. And this miraculous child, Isaac, represented the Jewish people, represented the essence of the Jewish people, that despite all of the negative negative prognostications, this, despite all of the, the predictions that we would be destroyed, that we would die, every generation they come and they try to destroy us, but nevertheless, excuse me, we are still here. Hashem Hashem remembered Sarah, and Hashem remembers us. We are never forgotten. Even when it seems like there's no hope, it seems like we're finished. It seems like holocausts have come, and inquisitions have come, and we've been forcibly converted, we've been murdered in the millions or in the thousands. We never give up. <clears throat> and this is the foundation of the Jewish people, the birth the birth of Yitzchak, everyone who sees it will laugh because we defy. We defy the predictions. We defy normative, regular reality. Because there's a supernatural reality that's embedded in us from the very beginning. So we need to look at this point. We need to understand what the Medrash says about it and understand that this is the story of the Jewish people. Hashem B'Kadah Sarka Omar says the Medrash, Says a pasuk in Ezekiel, an amazing thing, in chapter 17, verse 24, All of the trees of the field will know that I am Hashem. Who are these trees of the field? We'll soon see who the trees of the field are. It's an analogy. They will know that I am Hashem. I have lowered the tall and mighty trees, and I have lifted up 
the lowly trees. The trees that were so high and so great and so mighty, they have fallen. And the trees that were small, the trees that didn't seem to be significant, these trees were raised up. Amar Rav Yudin, Rav Yudin says in explaining this, Le'kidein da'amrin v'le'avdin. The first thing he points out is very important. We have so many prophecies. We have so many predictions in the Torah. We have the Tanakh. is full of the glory of the people of Israel. The glory of the Jewish people. How we will be a light unto the nations. How our base Hamigdash will stand. Our temple will stand. And we will serve Hashem there. And all the nations of the world will come and learn from us. We will be the, the leader of the world the spiritual leader of the world. Messianic prophecies, just incredible, right? But there's all these promises. We've been waiting a long time. We've been waiting, if, if we're honest, since the first temple was destroyed, because the second temple did not fulfill the promises. We've been waiting 2,500 years, longer. But says Rev. Yudin, don't don't think... Don't think that Hashem is like a human being, that when He makes a promise, He doesn't keep the promise. It's very interesting. We could look at this Pasuk and say, you know, Hashem is going to make a miraculous birth. Sarah Imein, who is 90 years old, she's shriveled up, she no longer has the ability to have children, she never really had the ability to have children in the first place. As our sages say, Hashem makes a miraculous birth. I have a question. Why does she have to wait nine months? In order for this for this birth to take place, it's going to be miraculous anyway. Let's let's do this quick. Hashem should say, "Here you're going to have a child," and the next day she gives birth. Like Adam Arishon, he got up. It says Adam and Chava got into the bed too. They came down four. They had a child right away. There was no there was no process. Why wasn't it that way? Sorry, I mean, why does Hashem make a promise and then keep the promise, so to speak? We don't see right away the miracle. Hashem says it's going to be. You're going to have a miracle. And then, a year later, nine months later, Hashem pokadah sar kasher diber. Hashem, like kasher omar. Hashem remembers Sarah. He remembers His promise. So Rav Yudin says, look, it's not like human beings who, who speak and they don't keep their promises. It's Hashem. Hashem says, and He, he keeps His promises. Hashem keeps His promises. And as the Mephorshim here explained, not only is it true about the promise that Hashem did for Sarah, Imenu, and Avram Avinu, that they promised, and there was a process. You didn't see the answer to the promise right away. You didn't see the promise fulfilled that second or in the following day. It took a year. It took time. You didn't, it took, it was a process. It took three months for her to, to, to be hooker ubra, for it to be clear that, that she, uh, she's, uh, pregnant. Omar Abrechia, so Abrechia explains in this, in this context, I am Hashem, I spoke and I did it. Right, the, the Malach, the angel who is God's representative, says to Avram and Sarah, I will return to you at the appointed time. And Sarah will have a child. And that's what Hashem did. So Hashem makes promises. Hashem keeps His promises. Because, I would say it this way, you know, a human being, when you're inspired, you're in the moment, you make a promise, and you 
if you don't do it right away, it might not happen. Right? Human beings can change their minds. God doesn't change his mind. He makes a promise, and it's a positive promise. We do find that uh, Hashem says a negative prophecy, that angels, the the prophets will say a negative prophecy. Hashem does not need to fulfill that prophecy. Hashem does not have to keep that promise. But any positive prophecy, Hashem must fulfill his promise. And there's a certain strength. There's a certain strength when you see that somebody makes a promise and keeps the promise, it's different than when somebody does it right away. When someone does it right away, it's not a guarantee that it will always be done. Maybe he'll change his mind. God says a promise. It doesn't occur right away. It takes its time. There's a process, and it goes through the process. And this strengthens, this strengthens our belief and our trust in Hashem that the promises will be kept. Now the Medjish says something very interesting and very deep and very important to understand. And it applies very much to the time that we're living now, which is on the cusp of a, of a transformation of the world into the Messianic Age. The Pasuk that we brought at the very beginning, the Pasuk from Yechezkel, chapter 17. So it says that all of the, the, the trees of the forest will know Hashem will, will lower the tall tree and raise up the short tree. Who are these trees? The other call it says, the El says the Medrash. The trees that we're speaking about here are all humankind, all mankind, all of Hashem's creations. Everybody needs to know. Part of this amazing miracle that Hashem does. Hashem takes a woman who's 90 years old and she has a miraculous birth. Part of the miracle is an order. And notice that the miracle is done within the confines of of, uh, regular nature in a certain sense. The miracle is that she's 90, but it does happen in a natural way. She does take nine months to give birth. She does, the child is, is Avram and Sarah together. It's their child. But Everybody hears about it, because it's so fantastic. It's so awesome. The Jewish people return after 2,000 years to the land of Israel. It's, it's the nation that shouldn't have been, couldn't have been. The miracle of our return to Eretz Yisrael, to the land of Israel now, today. The country which stands for 75 years, which we are still standing up in order to, to prove to the world, that Hashem will prove to the world that we are supposed to be here. It's not... Something that's natural. And the war that we fight, the wars that we fought, are not natural wars. It's not a natural thing that the Jewish people can come back from the dead. Come back from being a, a nation without a, without a land for, for 1,900 years. It's not natural. But anybody who hears about it, it's, it's sensational. It's, it's something that Everyone must take note of all of the all of the trees of the field. Very interesting. The pasuk says, the verse in Deuteronomy chapter twenty, verse nineteen says that the human being is compared to the tree of the field. We're a tree. We are a tree. We grow. We are connected to the earth. We are connected to the source, which is God. Excuse me, and we grow here. 
all of the trees, all of the creatures, all the creations of Hashem, all of the human beings in the world, they recognize this miracle. Right, it's very interesting. Avimelech tried to steal Sarah. Who is Sarah? Sarah is this incredibly beautiful woman, the Pasuk tells us. Avram has to tell her, you know, pretend that you're my, my, my sister. If, if they know that you're my husband, that I'm your husband, they'll kill me. Sarah is the paragon of beauty. Even at the age of 90, she had gone back to her young look. She had returned to being fertile and beautiful, miraculously. But even then, she was, she was being, she was being taken hostage. And what that really means, conceptually, is that the future of the Jewish people is taken hostage. At the very moment when she has to, she has to now have a child, which is going to be Avram's child. Avimelech takes her. And there were those who would say that perhaps the child that, that she, she had with, 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 the child that she finally gave birth to was from Avimelech, but our sages tell us that Yitzchak looked exactly like Avraham. The, the face, the facial features were precisely the same as Avram, so no one could make a mistake. But it's not a coincidence that at this moment Avimelech is the one, this king of, king in the land of Israel, but a king nonetheless, king of the nations of the world who tries to take her and tries to subvert all of Jewish history and take her for himself. And he tries to be the one who's going to be the future of the chosen, the chosen nation. Sarah was the chosen mother of, of the Jewish people. But no, Hashem says no to Avimelech. Avimelech and his wives, all of his wives, first of all, he's not able to, he's not able to, obviously, Hashem prevents him from completing the marriage to Sarah. And all of his wives are unable to have children until Avraham prays on his behalf. Meaning, you Avimelech, you, you represent the nations of the world and you represent all the, 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 the desire to to take over, as the Christians have claimed and as the Muslims have claimed, to take over the chosenness of the Jewish people. You cannot do that. You lose all of your power. Only Avraham can, can pray on your behalf. All of the power that comes into the world comes through Abraham. So when the verse says, I am God, I have lowered the very tall tree. This tall tree was Avimelech, the nations of the world who wished to say that we are the center of creation. We are the chosen nation. He's going to marry the chosen woman, Sarah. But Hashem takes him down. Takes down his honor. Takes down the ability of his wives to bear children. Higbati eats shuffle. I raised up the tree that was lowered this is Abraham. Hovashti eats loch. I have dried out the supple trees. These are the wives of Avimelech, which Hashem says, which the Pasuk says, the verse says that God had stopped them from being able to conceive, from being able to give birth. Those wives which represent the power of the nations of the world, Avimelech. Unable to have kids, unable to to seed the next generation, 
unable to make new saplings that would grow and continue the species. Sarah, on the other hand, is given the power in her old age, in the, imp- the impossible moment. Reminds me how they took a, a seed from, from the seeds that were saved on Masada. 2,000 year old seeds from the times of the Romans. And they were able to take the seed and replant it 2,000 years later. Amazing. The verse points out to us that this is how Hashem works. God makes a promise. And it seems like this promise will never be fulfilled. It seems impossible. It seems even in the last moment, after the promise is made, she's being stolen by Avimelech. The future, the, 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 the future of the Jewish people is at peril. It seems like it won't happen. No. Fear not. Even in the moment where it seems that all is lost, even in the moment where it seems that God's promise has been rescinded, don't think that. God made a promise. And Hashem will lower those who would claim the promise as theirs. Hashem will raise up those who indeed He truly promised to. Now this is not just a promise for Avram and Sarah, as we've been saying the whole time. This is not just a promise that was made for them, to them. And the miracle of Avimelech, who tried to steal the promise, the miracle of him being lowered, and the miracle of Avram and Sarah being raised up, and the Jewish people rising from the ashes, rising from the old age. And we say, after Elenu each day, Hashem says, even when you are old, even when the nation of Israel is old, I'm still there. God says, I created you. I will carry you. I will, I will hold you on me. I will carry you. And I will give you salvation. In the moment where it seems that all is lost, in the moment where it seems that the the cards are stacked against us, in the moment where it seems it's impossible for us to survive, everyone is against us. That's the moment that Hashem says, and it even seems even worse in that moment because it seems like there's a promise that will be redeemed and and it's 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 in peril. No, those who those who cause the future, the promise that Hashem made to the Jewish people, to put it in peril, they are lowered, they are destroyed. They are that Eitz Gavoya. Well, think about it, think about today, think about our times. Whether it was the British Empire, whether it's the, the Empire of the United States of America, whether it's the Empire of the Islamic world, the Persians, the Iranians, they imperil the the truth the future which belongs to the Jewish people the leadership the chosenness which belongs to the Jewish people but Hashem promises us and this is the Medrash is telling us this it's a Maisa Avisim in the bottom actually a little further along I'm not going to actually get to it 
but uh, maybe I'll just read it. It's a very short section. It's very much. It's almost exactly the same idea. Hashem Bakad Sarah. Pasuk says in Yeshaya chapter forty verse eight. Yavesh chatzir novel tzitz. Yavesh chatzir shel avimelech v'novel tzitzay. Avimelech will dry out. Udvar lekini yokum la'olam. But the word of Hashem will stand forever. Hashem Kadesar Kasher Omar says the Eitz Yosef. Ramaz boy leinian avimelech v'avram asher hayasim le'bonim. Eitz Yosef says exactly this idea, which is that in regards to Avimelech, he dries up. He is lowered. He's shrunken because Avraham represents the Jewish people and Avimelech represents the nations of the world. And there's a similar bottom, there's a representation in this story of something that's going to be in the future. Just like Abraham saw the downfall of Avimelech who caused him pain, who stole his wife, who tried to subvert history, and Hashem remembered him, Avram and Sarah together had Yitzchak, who would be the progenitor of the Jewish people. Kain yiel Yisrael im goig umagog. He brings from the Feitayer. So too it shall be in the times of goig umagog. In the final war, the war that began with World War One and World War Two, and we and continues through what's going on today in our times. It's representative of the truth. There's 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 a lowering that has to happen to the nations of the world so that the Jewish people can be raised up. And Hashem can show the entire, all of the creations, all of the trees of the field. We'll see how the, that the promise of God stands and the promise of God is kept. And if the promise of God is kept for the Jewish people, the promise for the whole world, the house the base Hamigdash, which will soon be built on Haramayria, on the Temple Mount. It's a place that all will stream to. All the nations of the world will come in order to pray, to learn from the Jewish people. And that promise will be kept. It's not just about the redemption of the Jewish people, it's about the redemption of the entire world. When the Jewish people are raised up, we say in the Rosh Hashanah and the Yom Kippur davening. There's a there's two parallel things that happen. One, the honor of the Jewish people is raised up, and at the same time, the honor of Hashem, the reality that there is only one God, and all of the isms, all of the idolatries of the 20th century and the 21st century, they will all fall and crumble, and the one true God. You, Hashem, will reign forever. The God of Zion, the God of Tzion, the God of Jerusalem, the God who manifests through the Jewish people, that's what the future looks like. May it be soon in our days. I want to ask you to bless me. I will bless you. Hashem should help us that we should be able to recognize that these promises will be fulfilled. The promise takes, takes time. Shem should help us to realize the power of the promise that's fulfilled after so long. When it seems like there's no hope, Hashem should help us to see the fulfillment of that promise. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. 
This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.